this is First Nature on the Rising Man Podcast. Good day to you, Rising Man family. This is Sean Barry, your host, bringing you another segment of First Nature here on the Rising Man Podcast. And uh, thanks so much for tuning in. And I just wanted to share that I was just so tickled to uh, to get some really nice affirmations from a few men I know personally who just uh, shared they were really enjoying what they heard on the podcast, uh, on the First Nature podcast. And um, and hey, I got to say that really uh, that really connected for me because uh, you know I'm just here to share my passion and my enthusiasm and um, my conviction about the importance of being connected and in sync with the natural world and to know that um, some of you guys out there are uh, really picking up something um, that I'm trying to lay down here is uh, and to hear that come back from you guys is just really really special so I, I appreciate that and a couple of the things that came out of those conversations was um, this idea of you know what is nature connection really and you know getting back to the basic of well, how do you do it? How do you, you know, go out and nature connect? So I thought I'd do an episode today, which is really designed to be a meditation. Uh, like, uh, you know, put the headphones on, go outside and listen to the content piece and just, you know, experience uh, with a little bit of coaching with my voice, how to step outside and, and just be in nature in a way that maybe you haven't, hasn't really occurred to you or, you know, hasn't uh, just rang your bell. So that's what this episode is about. Um, as soon as we kind of finish the intro here, you can uh, pop on some headphones, um, hit pause, put some headphones on, get outside, and uh, just let yourself be taken for a little journey. And, um, and feel free to uh, listen to this as much as you want, to do this as much as you want, of course, um, and to for sure start adding your own flair, right? So. You know, what I recorded for this is what I do. And I think there's some really great foundational pieces in there that will be useful to anyone. But naturally, uh, we're all going to kind of come in at our own angle to how we want to really start experiencing nature more if you're becoming more enthusiastic about that. And so, you know, use what works and find your own way for the rest. And, and you can share that with other people. You can share it with me. I would love to hear uh, you know, I'm always super stoked to hear about how someone else's uh, nature connection journey is going and what they're discovering and what's coming in and how that's happening. So for sure, let's keep the conversation going. So get ready for that. Uh, but first, I just want to remind uh, all of you out there, whether you're a uh, you know, longtime listener or maybe you're just kind of coming to this for the first time. And um, it's always important just to pump up uh, risingman.org, the website where uh, all this is coming from. So, you know, again, if you're uh, if you're a man and you're looking to just grow and to be all you can be uh, across the board, um, that's what Rising Man is all about. We're here to support men becoming their best selves. And um, when I say we, I mean yeah, sure. There's a there's a you know a loose net staff and facilitators who run the programs. But more importantly, there's a whole community of men who have come through programs and who, uh, you know, a big part of Rising Man is creating community, creating a connection and a network of men who can lean into each other and meet each other, you know, on the same level and get into conversations about what it means to be 
a male, what it means to be a man, uh, what it means to be a father or a brother or an uncle or a son, all that. There's men that are ready to drop in and listen to your story and ask you good questions. Um, so again, enjoy, and um, we'd love to hear some feedback. But in the meantime, just get yourself outside, in a pair of headphones, relax, and uh, have a nice time. The first thing we're going to do is just get present with our senses. You can close your eyes if you want. You can sit or stand. Once you're settled, just take a breath. No special breath, just a nice, fully experienced breath in and breath out. And with another breath, we're just going to start to listen. And as we listen, we're just going to notice all the different things we can hear. Which direction they're coming from. Sounds that persist, sounds that come and go, noticing which sound is the furthest away, or which sound is the closest. What's the quietest sound you can hear right now? And noticing as we drop into our listening, particularly if our eyes are closed, we can start to create an oral scape around us, getting a picture in our mind of our surroundings just from what we hear. This 3D landscape that we're immersed in and how much we can piece together just by listening. So let your imagination and creativity just do that right now and just create that picture. Pinpointing sounds. And in your mind's eye, if you zoom up to the bird's eye view, just look down on yourself. wherever you are right now and just see yourself sitting in the middle of that sphere of sound. And then just notice one sound and again in your mind's eye travel 
to where that sound is. See if you can see yourself and the environment you're in from the perspective of where that sound is coming. Maybe it's a bird, maybe it's something like the sound of the traffic, maybe you can pick up in the back of this recording. Maybe it's a child laughing or crying somewhere, the sound of a radio or a TV. observe yourself just keep breathing nice and gently and then travel back to where you are with yourself in the middle of that sphere just listen one more time taking it all in And leaving a little attention with that deep listening, we're gonna move our attention to our sense of smell. And with that, we're just gonna take a nice, easy breath and flare our nostrils a little bit. Just breathe in through your nose and really try to smell the air. Exhale through your mouth. And as you breathe in through your nose, see if you can pick up the different scents. And again, if you have a good sense of smell, maybe you can make distinctions between how many different things you smell. Can you count them? If you turn your head from side to side, Maybe you can even tell which direction some of those scents are coming in from. Still listening. And in this moment, bringing the awareness of our smell are listening together. And imagining them harmonizing, synchronizing. Just adding richness and depth to this environment around us. And leaving some attention with our listening and smelling, we can bring our attention to our sense of taste. And now we're just gonna take a nice easy sip of air in, in a way that comes across our tongue. You can exhale through your mouth or through your nose, whichever you prefer. But as we bring that cool in over our tongue, what can we tell about the air just from our sense of taste? 
from our about our environment. Maybe there's a sense of humidity or dryness. Maybe you can pick up a taste. A couple more breaths across the tongue, just tasting the air. Still smelling. In fact, what we can do now is something animals do, certain mammals particularly, they, when they're really trying to take in information from their sense of smell, sometimes they'll snarl a little bit, flare their nostrils, and you can kind of breathe in through your mouth and your nose at the same time if you snarl just a little bit. Maybe taking a little more vigorous of a breath. Just feel the richness of the air. What information it has for you as it goes into your body, into your lungs, where your blood picks up the oxygen, releases the carbon monoxide or dioxide. Just knowing that there's information being carried from the air throughout your whole body right now. As we taste, smell, and listen. Just do those three together. Again, just harmonizing and synchronizing these three amazing senses. Leaving some attention with those processes that are going to continue on their own. We're going to bring our attention to our sense of touch, our skin is an organ, it's the hugest, largest organ of our bodies. And with that, we're just going to bring our attention to our, our, just our sense of touch and noticing where, where we feel sensitized right now. Maybe you're indoors and you're just aware of how your body is positioned in time and space, either sitting on the floor or on a piece of furniture. If you're outside, maybe you're noticing the temperature of the air. Perhaps you're catching the sensation of a draft and just even if it's very, very slight, you can still tell what direction that draft is coming from just from noticing where it's hitting your skin. And as we continue to be here with our sense of touch, we can start to notice where things might feel cooler 
where things might feel warmer. If you're outside, you might be able to tell the difference between where the sun is hitting you and what's in shade. And as you take a breath, there's the sensation of your chest expanding that we can feel that expansion. We can feel the air coming in through our nose or our mouth. When we swallow, there's a sensation of contraction. We can connect all the way from our throat down to our stomach. And just letting our mind go to this idea of proprioception and just with your eyes closed, just visualizing all the position that your body is in, how your legs might be bent or folded, where your fingers are, each finger just going through digitally, just noticing the relationship between your fingers, the crook of your arm, where it's bent, is your back straight, does it feel tired? your head balanced on top of your shoulders? Is it cocked to one side, listening? Feeling the sensation of your clothes and just how they hang on your body. Whether the shoe fits on your feet. Or if you're barefoot, the sensation of the ground on your soul. Still tasting, still smelling, still listening. And noticing with your sense of touch that sensation that our bodies have. Notice that we can move our attention to very fine points and move it around. So for instance, becoming aware of the sensation on your left big toe. Just focusing on that place. Bring all your attention to the very tip of your big toe. And then bringing that attention to the lobe of your right ear, focusing your attention there, just noticing what's coming in through there. And with a few breaths, you can bring all these senses together, our listening, smelling, tasting, touching or sensing into a holistic, synchronized awareness. Just notice how much information is coming into your body right now that you are aware of. Tremendous. letting that information hold you. A 
attentive. You can think of your body as an antenna, that we are these amazing sensing organic apparatuses walking around in the face of a planet, taking it in. All this information. All the time. We never start, uh, we never stop taking in this information. We're always listening. We're always smelling. We're always tasting. We're always sensing and touching. Sometimes we don't bring our attention to it, but it's happening. And all we need to do is turn our attention to get more grounded and present and available to where we are in the here and the now. This is presence. This is becoming present to the moment. A few more breaths. Coming as still as possible. Catching all the information. There's one more sense. Our sense of sight. As we've had our eyes closed, our other senses have heightened, particularly because we've brought a lot of attention to them. And now we're going to, in a moment, we will be opening our eyes. And as we do so, the opportunity here is to really take in the incredible richness of this gift of sight and how much information will come rushing in to our awareness. And so very quickly grab our attention and push aside all the other awarenesses through our other senses that we've been honing in on. So just know that's gonna happen at least a little bit. And that's fine. Again, as an antenna, we can just notice this, take it in, become aware of the transition. Are you ready? So just very, very slowly, as if you were waking up from a deep, deep sleep, still listening, still smelling, still tasting, still aware of your body and space with your sense of touch. Just slowly let your eyes crack open and just see light from darkness. And really try to remain with your other senses as you open a little more and maybe become aware of some color, some textures, shapes. And then blinking to fully open. Deep breath. Stay with your listening. Your smell taste, sensation of your body, 
God's incredible gift of sight. And as your eyes come fully into focus, you can just very softly let them begin to roam around. And doing our best to let the mind rest and stay just with what we see. Shapes, colors, things that are far away, things that are very close by, textures, motion, stillness, Still listening, still smelling, still tasting, still sensing through our bodies. And now watching, observing with our sights, letting the wholeness of those five primary senses come together and their richness. Again, just taking note of how much information we are taking in right now when we are fully activated, alert, and present with our senses. We're gonna go connect with nature, if you aren't already. You're probably feeling very relaxed, very quiet inside, and that's good. Because as we begin to move our body in a gross way, getting up, moving our limbs, we're gonna to try to remain in that calm, centered experience. There's no rush here. And in fact, as we have gotten still, most of everything else around us that is alive and has been watching us and sensing us with all their senses, have gotten pretty relaxed. So we want to try to preserve this connection we've already formed, just becoming still and present with nature all around us. Gently get up. Just feel your body moving. I'm gonna turn out this way and just feel my weight move around and rock on my hips and feel the sense of height as I stand. I just get the faintest amount of a head rush. let my body just settle in this standing position. And as we take our first step, the invitation here is to, to fox walk, to walk in a way 
as if you were walking on the back of a giant sleeping dragon. And if you're watching the video here, I'm out on a meadow that's got very low growing grass and it could almost be the back of a giant dragon, a giant dragon. So fox walking, we're just kind of putting our weight on our back foot and we're taking our other foot and we're just stepping forward, but we're doing it in such a way that we're not committed to that step. So our weight's on our back foot and we're just kind of using our toes and the ball of our foot as sensing apparatus. Again, is this a safe place to put my foot down? Noticing the contour underneath our feet gently. And as our foot goes down and our weight starts to transition, we're gonna do the same thing. We're gonna keep our weight more on that foot and slowly tiptoe out across the land. Our knees are bent a little. Maybe your hands are just a little outside your body. Your fingers are spread and like little mini antennas. Your palms are down, just sensing whatever's coming up off the earth. There's no rush here. We don't even have to go that far. We're just on a little wander. So as you're walking slowly, gently in this meditative state, stay tuned into your listening. Make sure you're smelling the air and bringing some information in across your tongue and just noticing your body, how it moves, what you're feeling. Using our eyes, our eyes kind of put it all together a lot of the time. And as I move slowly in this state, I'm really also using my imagination too. I'm gonna to call in this part of my mind that's able to make believe, which is a fun word to play with, make believe, because I can make myself believe anything. Right now, I believe that I'm just yet another creature walking around on this planet. Just like all the other creatures out here, the birds. There's a few bunnies I saw. There's probably a few moles or mice running around. I'm sure there was some coyotes and or bobcats traipsing through here earlier or last night. Definitely been some deer around here. And just like them, I'm just, we're just one of those two. Just let ourselves, you know, move across the land just like another animal. Aware, present. And as we do that, start to notice just the sounds of maybe the 
grass under your feet or wherever you're walking on. Maybe it's the crunch of some gravel. Maybe you're kind of becoming present to where the sun is and where the, the light, how the light is. Noticing trees, you know, letting our mind come into a little bit and to make some distinctions that, uh, you know, we're not just observing shapes, but those shapes are actually something we call trees. And that's, that's a function of the intellect, right? The intellect comes in and wants to sort and define and communicate. And that's okay. But we're letting our senses inform our mind. That's what we're really trying to do. Our senses want to connect too. And our senses want to connect with what's physical and real and what is similar to themselves. So that to say, remember, your body is made out of the earth. This stuff right here. This is your body. You just haven't processed it yet. But it's the same thing. Right? It's incredible. This land, this ground, pushes up vegetation. Most of that vegetation, a lot of it's edible. So we eat that vegetation and the parts of that vegetation that we don't eject uh, turns into our body. Or we eat the animals, you know, that eat the vegetation. They become our bodies. So one way to look at earth and all the things we're looking at when we're out here and a meditative nature connection walk is to be thinking of it as we are really looking at ourselves we're getting in touch with ourselves everything here is just a different expression of the same thing and for me that is the fundamental truth of nature connection is that there is no difference there's just different shapes and forms of the same substance. And if you can wrap your mind around that, uh, for me, that really helps my mind get into the game. And then talking to a tree, talking to a rock, doesn't become so woo-woo. It becomes something very natural something very uh, informative. Nature connection is an opportunity for you, for us, to just be in touch with our own selves too. You may have noticed at this point that you're maybe kind of watching yourself. You might be uh, quote unquote in your head a little bit. What am I doing? This is kind of awkward or this is kind of amazing. I never knew. 
could be a lot of different things you're sort of experiencing about yourself. And again, if we're walking around in nature as just another expression of nature, just the way the birds and the trees are, then we are, we are observing ourselves. It's like looking in a mirror. Going out into nature is going looking into a mirror. And depending on which aspect of all the mirrors out here we're looking in, we might see something different about ourselves. That's one thing I find really fascinating too is pretty much all of the spiritual texts, religious texts that have come from long, long ago. It's amazing how much metaphor and simile and allegory uh, they use that refers to nature. So much of it, it's pretty fascinating. And that so many of the spiritual teachers, <clears throat> you know, say like Buddha, sat underneath the lotus tree <clears throat> for a long time until he became enlightened both Jesus and uh, I forget the, the Muslim prophet. Oh my gosh. They both fasted out in the wilderness, you know, went out in nature by themselves without food. Jesus supposedly did it for 40 days. And there's a lot of creatures, a lot of deities that have creature or animal-like shapes and forms in a lot of different religious traditions. So again, thinking about this idea of our spirit or our soul and how much of that is informed and shaped by how we reflect on ourselves while we're in nature. So for me, as I walk around in this little park and look at these trees, I also like to look at them as You know, part of the personality of a tree is just how it, just how it's grown and how it's shaped. You know, for instance, this this fella here, this nice little pine. You know, as as a mirror, I'm looking at its needle. You know, each each stem has its own uh, spread of needles on it, and on this particular tree, they kind of look like hands. You know, if I held my my fingers out next to them uh, yeah it's like a hand and just that visual reference right that draws me closer there's a relationship there's a there's a recognition and I can start to to riff on that with my imagination with my creativity and make believe Actually, another, oh, another way to think of make-believe is uh, we can say make-belief. 
right? We're to create belief. I know it's when we're young, we don't really think about how we come to believe things. We just kind of believe them. But as we become adults, we get a little more able to, you know, we have more discretion. We have more opportunity to take information or ideas and concepts and then and hold them and observe them and sit with them and decide whether or not we want to actually adopt what it's offering as uh, something we believe. And that time of scrutiny and deliberation and gathering experience and information about whatever it is, that's the making part, the making, why we're making it. That's how we do it. Still listening, still smelling. Still tasting. Still looking around. Feeling, sensing. I'm even becoming aware of just how my body shifts its weight from the left and to the right. So this is a uh, this is nature connection. This is like nature connection 101. So much of what we call nature connection, in my opinion, is really just making the time, making the time to get outside in a conscious way, a present way. Not doing any activities, not going for a bike ride or for a run or inviting a friend or camping or barbecuing, but really just focusing on being with the earth in the way that you might go sit with your great grandmother or your great grandfather, right? So if you had the opportunity to be with them, if they're still around, or anyone that you really hold a high respect for, you know, if you make time to go visit them and spend spend an afternoon with them, uh, you're probably not gonna be pulling out your phone too much. You're not gonna be trying to, you're not gonna be trying to do other things when you uh, meet up with them. You're just gonna, you know, respect them and give them your whole attention, listen to their stories, uh, pick up tidbits of wisdom, be, be really listening for, what they might have to, you know, share with you. And for me coming out to do a little wander like this and taking the time to do the sensory meditation is the same thing. I'm out here as a, as a, as a show of respect and a show of love, not just for the earth, but for myself because we've already established the fact that there's no difference. There's no difference. We literally, scientifically, metaphysically, spiritually, are the earth walking around, looking at itself, experiencing itself. That is the basic of what it is. Can't get any more fundamental than that. 
So when you come out to nature in this way and you create the space and time to really be present, to really look, look beyond the busyness of your life and to bring some stillness and some awareness with your body, to look at the trees and listen to the birds and hold a warm rock or jump in a swimming hole, you're bringing that respect and love to yourself as well. Now, there's all kinds of things you can do with nature. Wild skills, right? Making fire from sticks, making cordage from fibrous plants, making shelters, making pottery from clay dug out of a hole, um, hunting, you know, high tanning, foraging, tracking. And those are all wonderful, amazing things too. I really want to urge anyone who's excited about learning those things to spend the time establishing this fundamental practice of connecting deeply with nature in just a simple way. But there's, there's nothing to do. There's nothing to transform or manipulate. There's just being present. Extending your sense of awareness outward to contact all the other sentience around us. Looking for patterns. for signs and symbols, looking in that mirror and seeing ourselves. That's it. And you can do that anywhere. You can do it out in a beautiful place, deep, deep in nature or you can do it in the middle of Los Angeles or New York. You can, because I guarantee you, no matter where you are, no matter how deeply you are in a dense urban or industrial or commercial situation, you're gonna find some nature. You're gonna see a bird, you're gonna see a blade of grass growing through the crack of the sidewalk you're gonna see clouds. You're gonna see the sun. You're going to fill your lungs with air, even inside a closed building. And guess what? Breathing in air is breathing in nature. So even that, if you bring your attention and awareness to it and your whatever the senses are that need to be enlivened and woken up to become uh, conscious to that simple act of taking a breath in and 
the amazingness of our body that we have these bodies that figured out how to do that how to take these little invisible molecules floating around all over and developing a muscle inside our chest that could actually flex and draw a bunch of that all those gases in and then have it mix with our blood and then our blood takes it through our body and that's how we're able to be alive and walk around and actually be stunned by the beauty of everything that's out here for us to interact with and enjoy and connect with. Yes, even cement is nature. Nothing dropped onto the earth from outer space intact, built the way it was. This, the phone you carry, the car you drive, the building you live in, all that came from the earth. Nature connection, I've said this before, a lot of this I've said before, but nature connection, the word connection, to call something nature connection is a little bit of a misleading concept because it implies if we're seeking nature connection, it implies that we are nature disconnected. But I would suggest that we are just, we are only nature unaware in any given moment because we can't do anything, not one thing, without nature, without interacting with in nature somehow. Deep breath. Listen, smell, taste, see, feel, extend out into the environment. Look at everything around you as family as yourself. Nature is a mirror. You can look into it anytime. Thanks again so much for tuning in. How are you feeling? Relaxed? Connected? I hope so. Yeah, hope you got something out of that. And yeah, don't forget, you can do nature, you know, connection. You can be in that mindset. Take yourself into that meditative space and turn your attention and your awareness outwards anywhere. You don't have to be in an awesome, you know, place. You can be at a park around the corner, you know, as I said in the content there you, know, you can be in the middle of a big city and um, there's going to be something that you can find that you can really laser in on and find that connection with nature and find that mirror so um, yeah 
I find that when my life gets really busy, if I'm traveling, if I'm uh, just you know running around, running errands sometimes, uh, it really helps just to you know look out the window and see the tree and just see that tree. Oh, I see you, tree. And that tree sees me. Or to catch the eye of a bird, you know, sitting on a telephone wire. Um, there's times where I'm sitting in traffic on the, on, the, on the highway, right? Sitting on an interstate that typically is moving at 70, 80 miles an hour. But I'm stopped in traffic and I'm looking out the window down at the, you know, at the meridian. Or if you're in the far right lane, I'm looking down at, you know, where the, the white line hits kind of where the guardrail and you can see some grass on the side of the road, on the shoulder. And just look at the grass and try to see if I can, you know, really just focus on one blade of grass and be like, wow, no one's ever, ever looked at this blade of grass. Just me. And I see you, blade of grass. And that blade of grass sees me. And I find that just phenomenal, right? To think that there's something in the world that I'm the only human that ever, ever, ever will notice (laughs) that blade of grass alongside the highway just in that, you know, one moment when I was sitting still in traffic and how quickly that can take my attention off the, the drudgery or the, um, the frustration and all the stuff about just you know, what it means to be sitting in traffic in the modern world and, and instead just look to the, <laughs> turn my head 90 degrees and have a whole different experience. So it can be fun that way. And um, I think a lot of the phenomena and mystery shows up when we uh, just bring our creativity and curiosity to, you know, simple things, simple. How can we connect? How can we connect? Okay. And with that, I, uh, I'll let you guys go. Uh, don't forget, check out risingman.org if you're curious about uh, getting into something to support your growth as a man. And a big shout out as always to Mark and Julian. Uh, these are the two uh, tech wizards behind all the media of Rising Man and um, they're the ones who uh, you know, get it out to you on time, uh, make it look good, make it sound good, and uh, just appreciate those two doing what they do, um, making the world turn in their own way. Uh, okay, tune in next time and um, until then, find out who you are inside by getting outside. I'm Sean Barry. This is the first major segment on the Rising Man podcast.